Welcome to today's episode of Let's Talk with Teresa Ann on this Heavenly Wit Monday. If this is your first time joining me on my podcast or YouTube channel, I want to say thank you so much for joining me. Now, I am the host, Teresa Ann, but I also have a partnering podcast with my daughter titled O dot 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 Teresa and Tristan. But before I go any further about today's episode, I want to first say thank you so much for subscribing to this channel as well as rating and reviewing the podcast. The purpose of that is so that it has further reach for others to listen and share it as well. Now, what is Heavenly What Monday about? I'm glad you asked. It's based on a book I released in March of 2020 titled Heavenly Wit, Seeing Mission Fields in the Midst of Battlefields. How do we see being stolen from in any way that we think it could be? It could be health. It could be relationship. Perhaps you were literally robbed. Whatever the situation is, how do we go from there? And that's what I want to share with you today. So were you stolen from? Do you feel like your health was stolen? Do you feel like wealth was stolen? Do you feel like relationships were stolen? Do you feel like you planned all these things and they didn't go the way you wanted it to? Remember this, that we make plans, but God orders our steps. But then how do we become angry, but not become bitter? And this is how. We obviously know we've got to run to God. But how do we do so practically speaking? We do so by going to God, praising him right there in that moment. Like you just push pause and you just begin to praise him. If if nothing comes out of your mouth, just declare the name of Jesus. Once that happens, you're going to see the stirring to want to get into the word of God by the power of the Holy Spirit to set the record straight. Then you can say something like this to God. Lord, I'm learning to trust you. Like it says in Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. I'm learning to not acknowledge my own ways, but yours. And I want to actively do this, Lord. So Father God, Here's actual soil and seed. I want this to be a picture of my heart that is like soil, that is fertile and produces much fruit. In this exercise, we make sure to sow seeds in the proper soil and prepare it so the seed can take root. You can even mark it with an actual garden marker with a specific moment that was stolen, that now you're saying, God, you you are you were there. Now, Lord, will you bless that moment in Jesus' name? So this is a practical, tangible way to give it back to the Lord. Some people like to do it physically where they sow the seed. Um, I have never heard of anyone doing that before, but I can only imagine if I'm getting the idea, God has given that idea to someone else. It could be you journaling that moment and saying, God, this is what happened. You saw the injustice, but Lord, now I sow this moment as a seed to you 
by faith that you've already gone before us and we're just catching up to you. We're getting to see an active process of what it looks like to be still, to not try to fight, to not get anxious, even though anxiety keeps knocking on the door. It's like a solicitor. You do not need to answer that. So when you hear or you feel the anxiety coming on, you just say, Lord, I thank you for your peace that is already within me by your spirit. I don't have to call forth peace. I just make myself aware to the peace that is already within me. So then every day, if you do plant a garden, when you water the soil, it's a reminder to let the word of God wash over us. As a seed is planted, it must die to come back to life and take root. We can then see a visual of what happens when the seed has been sown. So many times we can say the enemy has to give back seven times what he has stolen. And yes, that is the word of God. But look what happens when we look to God He not only makes sure it is given back by the enemy seven times, but God blesses the seed 30, 60, and 100 fold. The legacy of God's faithfulness is what can be seen in the midst of our hardships. The garden gets to be a reminder of our praise in the midst of difficulty. To see when we sow every moment as a seed to God, watch what he will be able to do that we can never do on our own. So today, what I would love for you to do, because this show is to point you back to the Father, as I want you to go to Proverbs 3 and read, especially 5 through 8. Then go to Luke 6, 27 through 36 and read that as well. And you can even read Matthew 5, 44 through 48, Romans 12, 9 through 21, Proverbs 25, 21 through 22. And you're going to begin to see the heart of God, how he wants us to see beyond the hurt, wants us to see beyond the trial, and he wants us to see him in all of it so that we can bring forth with him, in him, the redemption that was supposed to be there for others all along. We get to be a part of a miraculous story. This is easy to talk about right now, but I keep remembering back when our daughter's car was stolen and what happened in that moment. Of course, if you're stolen from physically, you need to go through the proper channels to make sure that justice is served here on earth, okay? But going past that and now wanting revenge, that's a whole nother thing. So I'll give you an example. When our daughter's car was stolen, we immediately was reminded by the Holy Spirit to go right into praise mode. And it was like, oh, I don't know, I feel like praising God right now. But we needed to, because we needed to remember who was for us. We needed to remember who had gone before us. And we needed to remember who was working things out for his glory 
and our good. Not only for our good, but for the people that stole it. Like God began having us pray for the soul or souls of those who had stolen the car. This is not to pat us on the back. This is to literally praise God because that is not our first reaction to something like that. The first reaction is to panic and then want revenge. And so I need to make sure I I give that to you so you know I'm not saying, okay, you just got to go through it and you got to praise God. No, this is a knowing that the praising rescues us as well as causing us to see God's heart even over the ones that have wronged us. So here we go. Now we're going to Proverbs 3 and it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. So the practical way of doing that was to praise him in the middle of it. Don't depend on your own understanding. Our own understanding said, don't praise God. This We don't have time to do that. But here's, here's what we have neglected to realize is that we can't afford not to praise him. If we don't, then major destruction will not only fall on those around us, but even on us because we're trying to take it into our own hands instead of surrendering it to him. This is what surrender can look like is trusting him by praising him. So right now, if you're in a situation where you're like, I am done, you have no idea what's happened. It feels like this happens every single month. It happens like a cycle every six months, every year, I get screwed over yet again. And whatever that situation is right now, pause this and go into praise to who God is. Now, you may not even be able to do that right now. You may, you may not even be able to utter such a word. But you know what you can do is just say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then watch what will spring forth from that place by the Spirit of God. Our lives get to point to the faithfulness of God. But if we keep trying to right our own wrongs, we will never get to see the justice of God the way it was intended. See, Jesus is not just to be admired. He is to be followed. So everything he said to do, we get to respond to the love of God with obedience. Now that's easier said than done, right? But the more we do this, the more we praise him, the more we fellowship with him, the more we experience intimacy with him, then we can see this glimmer of the kingdom of God in the midst of the kingdom of darkness to where now we begin to see, wait, spiritual warfare is not in yelling and screaming and praying in these weird ways, but it's truly actively walking in Christ who is love. We go into situations with boldness, but yet this humility, this humility that knows there is nothing that sin can't overtake us. Sin can. If we forget that we can only do this life in Christ, we cannot do it apart from him. So when you think, or I think, oh, I would never do something like that. That's when sin is crouching out the door because pride 
makes way for there to be a big fall. But humility makes way for the King of Glory to enter in and do what only he can do. I want to say thank you so much for joining me on today's Heavenly Wit Monday via Let's Talk with Teresa Ann, as this show is all about bold inspiration, revealing the goodness of God with heavenly wit to see mission fields in the midst of battlefields.